It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. I think this is this is a McCaffrey because yeah. of what we said with the running and what Kyle's going to do. I think Kyle's going to be pretty creative in the running game. Now, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier in the show or not, but McCaffrey and Debo are the only two players in the NFL with five plus rushing and receiving keys. That shows you how what the Niners can do in that running game. They can really diversify in that running game. Mm-hmm. They're really tough mm-hmm. to defend in that running game. And you look at the Ravens this year. They Everybody has been saying, you know, they have issues against the run. The Colts ran for 139 out of them. That was a game the Ravens lost. Tennessee ran for a buck 29. The Cardinals ran for a buck 29. And then recently, over the last five games, the Browns ran for 178. They beat them. The Bengals ran for 136. And the Rams, who put up 31 points on, on the Ravens, ran for 128. That first drive against them, they, when the Rams came out, they ran basically that whole drive to get up. Yeah. So un- unless something fluky happens where the Niners get down 14 points or something like that. I think it's McCaffrey. I think it's Debo. I think you're going to see, not that Debo is going to have 10 carries, but I think he's going to have three or four well-planned runs in there. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I feel good, man. And it's hard right now for me. This team to me, Brian, there's just 94 vibes to me with this team. So in the sense that I don't, they don't have a, they don't have a, team they need to get over like the 94 team had to get over the cowboys the niners just have to get over the hump of getting over the hump right mm-hmm. like they need to get, they need to finish they need to get a ring for this core and i think they understand that and it just feels that way for me this year like they just they're just they're kicking the shit out of people other than that three game stretch which whatever it happens to all teams throughout a season yeah. they're kicking the shit out of people <laughs> yes. they seem like they have a purpose and this is going to be i think this could be a super bowl preview I think this is a lot of ways the toughest game they played this year. I'm really interested to see how it pans out. Now, if they lose, am I going to go crazy? No, because again, this, we've seen this team have a rough yeah. stretch and bounce back because they're so talented, but I feel like they're going to win the game. And I feel like this is just, you know, again, God willingly barring injury. This is going to be a tough team to beat the rest of the season. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. As as Johnny Cash was wont to say, God willing and the creek don't rise, right? Like as long as there's no injuries yeah. or anything like no that. No tragedies type um, stuff. Yeah, that's uh this team when healthy, I, I just even the Ravens at at the at the same record of of eleven and three, I just don't think they're anywhere near the caliber of this 49ers team, regardless of what their records say. And I, I agree with you. You know what I would love to see? I would what I would love to see is if the 49ers do win the Super Bowl, uh, which is being played in Las Vegas 
this this year. It comes back to by the way, it comes back to Santa Clara in 2026, I think. 2027, something fairly soon. It's coming back to Santa Clara, which is fun. Four of the next, I think it's four of the next five Super Bowls are essentially in the Western uh, Western time zone. But I would love to see just as a nod to Steve Young and that 94 team. I just want to see someone take that monkey off of Kyle Shanahan's back, right? Mm-hmm. It's not the quarterback this time. It's the coach. It's the head coach. That's, but a, great, that's someone, a great point. Someone needs to take that monkey off his back if they win that thing. I would love to see dude. It. Dude, that's such a great storyline when you look at yeah. what Kyle's kind of been through. So he has the not not that he was the head coach for the Falcon Super Bowl, but right. he was the offensive coordinator. And there were some play calls that maybe should have been different there. Mm-hmm. And he said, I remember reading an article where he said he walked in. There might have been a hotel room and saw his family just like collapsed. Like that's how much it took out of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he just broke down. And then he's the coordinator. Imagine what these Niners losses have taken out of him. Mm-hmm. You have the Super Bowl that you're up by 10 in the fourth. It yeah. looks like you might be able to finish it out. And then what happened there happened there. You have these NFC championship losses that have been, you know, whatever happened against the Rams, you have a drop yeah. pick. Um, and then last season, you don't even get to compete because your right. quarterback gets hurt. That's a great, that's the story right there. If Kyle gets back, get the monkey off his back because what's yep. going, we talk about Steve Young. Mm-hmm. Steve Young was going to be in a, he wasn't an elite quarterback, but he yes. goes to legendary quarterback with the Super Bowl, right? You mm-hmm. have the championship. Mm-hmm. Kyle is going to go from, you know, great head coach to legendary. Great. Yeah. yeah, exactly. If he, once he gets a championship, you're talking hall of fame head coach for Kyle Shanahan. You are, you yeah. are, he's going to have 10 plus years here. He's already got a super bowl appearance in three NFC title title games. Mm-hmm. If he wins a title, you're talking a hall of fame coach. Yeah. That's how much is on the line for him. So that's a great yeah. point, man. I, th- I think that has to, that has to be talked about a little more than it has been. Yeah. And also, if if you haven't or anybody listening, um, Robert Mays of the Athletic Football Show on their uh, week four, we just did week 14, right? Week 14 recap. Um, he has about a five minute like rant on not rant because it was positive, but about Kyle Shanahan and just how mm-hmm. we are not talking enough about how goddamn incredible this guy is as an offensive innovator, a play caller, uh, a team builder, like all of it. We don't talk about it because we talk about 28 to three. We talk about, you know, the fourth quarter against the Chiefs. We talk about the NFC championship game against the Rams. We don't really talk about last year's NFC championship game. There wasn't anything that they could do. No, Um, But we talk about those things rather than, really recognizing just what it is that this guy has done. I mean, look, he has taken the last pick in the draft and has crafted a historically efficient offense with him. Like yeah. that, it, we don't talk about it because I think we're just spoiled with, with how good Kyle Shanahan is, is like, we don't even recognize it, but you know, he basically said like once, once he wins that championship, then he starts to get talked about in the same breath as Belichick and Reed, Reed and yep. Walsh and you know the guys that the guys that we look to and go those are those are the guys that we point to on the Mount Rushmore of NFL head coaches and he's going to have an argument and let's be perfectly honest if they win a Super Bowl this year 
they will be the favorites to win the Super Bowl next year. Absolutely. And if Brock Purdy is who he appears to be, right? And we won't know that until he gets another contract. We talked about that a little bit with with Ryan earlier today. You know, what is it going to look like? You know, are they going to have to give him a $50 million contract? I posited that Brock Purdy strikes me as the kind of guy that might not try and break the bank, you know, in order to continue to compete. Because to me, Brock Purdy seems to eat, sleep, and breathe football. Like, he just seems like a football guy, right? Like, you know, like we said, he's he's shopping with Cole's cash. Like, he, he has no... He, he has no care about his persona his image whatever what he cares about is playing winning football and so there's a part of me that wonders like is he i mean he'll get broken off i'm not saying that he won't but Mm -hmm. is he going to get broken off like jimmy garoppolo got broke off or is he going to get broken off like patrick mahomes and lamar jackson and justin herbert and joe burrow and you know basically again whoever signs next is the biggest contract in nfl history type stuff but if Kyle Shanahan wins multiple Super Bowls, especially with San Francisco, I mean, it's the, the, at that point you're going. He's top five. Like you, you he's top five. <laughs> it just with his offensive innovation, you know his uh, his his team building, and that's the other thing. He's an offensive minded head coach who sinks a shitload of resources onto the defensive side of the football. Yeah, and a lot of yeah. offensive. Like I was listening to. Uh, it might've, I, I do, this, this might hurt your feelings. I think I was, I was listening to dual threat, which is one of the ringer. That's the one with Nora Princiati and Steven Ruiz. Ugh. And they were talking, about, <laughs> but they were talking about, um, they were talking about Kyle Shanahan and team building and, you know, his focus on the defensive side of the ball, which is, uh, unique to, um, you know, unique to offensive minded head coaches. And they gave a, a an anecdote about um let me back up it was either it was either dual threat with Stephen Ruiz and Nora Princiati or it was Candlestick Chronicles with Chris Biederman and Kyle Matson. those were the two that I listened to today I can't remember now which one but there was an anecdote about how Mike Martz like Mike Martz didn't even ever want to draft a defensive player right Mike Martz just only wanted right. like wide receivers and, and skill position players right because that's that was his side of the ball and so I, I just think he's a unique he's a unique coach in the NFL now and and all that's holding him back is that championship and and once he gets it it's like i said the way that we talk about him is going to change dramatically and his legacy is going to change dramatically and